discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is, that is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Amen. Amen. If you don't keep it quiet, we can't start. I, I, th- I thought that when I said that, you'd keep quiet. <laughs> but ra- rather, you have but I'm also happy to be here. <laughs> and, um, I want to I want to salute Bishop Isaac. He's a great man. Um, I am I am sure. I am very sure. Many of you don't know how great he is. He's just your father, he's your bishop. You come to church, you go home, and that's it. But um, among men of ministry, we regard him. And we salute him as a great man. So... So I can say, I can say with confidence, you're in a good church. You're in a good church. And I have been in UD for, I think, uh, something years. (laughs) So, something years. So, I won't leave UD. But your church is a church I can consider joining. It's, it's a good church. Yeah. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is if you are here, stay here. You didn't say amen. What what I'm explaining is that if you are here, let it be permanent. Let it be your permanent home. Even, even the day Pastor Kobe calls you a fool, that day won't come. But if that day comes, just go and wash your face and come back. Yeah, because this is your house. Oh, I didn't hear an amen. And, and I'm very strong to say it because I know this house. I think when I came here, many were not here. There were no members at that time. 
you were not here. No problem. But I've come again. And uh, wherever you are, put your hands together for Bishop Isaac. Put your hands together. Just this, 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 this evening, I, I spoke with him because he's the landlord. I have to talk to the landlord before I come. And um, I have his blessings to be here. And I'm very happy to be here. Thank you so much. I also want to salute Pastor Kobe for... You know, let me, let me tell you one thing. My wife mentions his name often. Yeah. That he's, he's a good pastor. He's a good man. Yes. And um, what a pastor. And I want to... You, you shout too much. What's, what's, what I want to say is that if you are here, support him as best as you can. Do your everything. Give your all. You can't do too much. I said you can't do too much to support Pastor Kobe. You, I mean, if he says do one and you do three, it's appropriate. So, I want you to decide that we have come. We are here. Yes. And this is our pastor. Our bishop is there, but we are here. Can I tell you a secret? I can tell you a secret. What's a secret? What's a secret? Don't tell anybody. Kumasi is nicer than Accra. Anybody? Hey. Don't tell your bishop who. If you tell him, huh. but it's true because Kumasi is the garden city. A Christ, a Christ, a Christ where the rat race is. A lot of tension, expensive food, high rents, taxi drop. Everything is hard. Kumasi is better. But don't tell anybody. Or the world come here. Then Kumasi will change. Amen. I'm here just to talk for a few minutes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
just just a few minutes so that so that so that we can learn how to do well at the listen 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 at the bottom of every endeavor that we do as people it's because we want to do well so you are in school because you want to do well in life and you learn some don't like learning they don't like learning but they learn because they want to do well and and some are very lazy but they go to work every day because we don't want to be destitute in life and so at the bottom of everything that we do it is that we want to do well and I also want you to do well that is why we have come let us pray Father thank you so much for this gathering that is unto you thank you for every person here gathered thank you for those who have come from near and from far those who have sacrificed to be here let this time be profitable to us let this time be useful let this time be worth it holy spirit i welcome you into this place i ask you to take control speak let it be your words that are spoken let it be your mind that is released here in this house we bind and cast out any devil of stubbornness any hardness of hearts any deafening of ear blinding of eye dulling of mind that they will hear and not understand and i pray that lord you let the airwaves be clear let the prince of the power of the air be cast down let him have no role no rule in this assembly and let your will be done and thank you thank you thank you so very much that you are here with us say what you want to say in this assembly in jesus name and all the saints said amen put your hands together and you may be seated Amen. So, um, so like I said, tonight it's just for uh, a short time. There's something, let, let me say two things as, as a precursor before we start. And um, one is that everything is possible. I, I'm coming, I'll explain. Everything is possible. There is, there is nothing that has been earmarked to certain people 
So whatever it is that has to be done, it can be done. Are, are, you, are you listening? The only difference is that some people don't do it well. Some don't work hard. But whatever it is that has to be done, can be done. There is nobody that is born and earmarked to be a doctor. Anybody, anybody, if you pick anybody from any village and you set him in medical school and that person sits and listens and does all the assignments after seven or maybe eight years, after seven years, he'll be a doctor. It's not that the city boys are doctors. No, 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 it's not true. It's not true. One day, a certain man had a son who was in the village. And this boy wrote Wasi. And he got something, 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 something. Plenty A's or ones. Wasi, what do you get? Is it A or what? A's. Plenty A's. But his father didn't have any money. So he went to look for a job for him at a certain place as a messenger. Because at least do something. And when he went to, he, he came from a village somewhere north of somewhere. So when he went to, he went to um, look for a job as, as a messenger, then the, the um, owner of the, the, the boss asked him, so your son, what, you want a job for a messenger, what did he get? I mean, you want a messenger boy. Maybe he didn't pass at all. Well, what did he get? So when he brought his exam results, the man said, how? Impossible. You can't have this AAAA and you are a messenger. So he put the boy in university from the village. Yeah. And the boy came to university and he went to medical school and he passed and he finished and he got a scholarship. And he went to America. And today, that boy is a neurosurgeon. Yeah. So, no, no. Who are you coming for? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. So, so what I'm saying is that anything can be done, but often you don't do it well. I hope you understand. There's no, I mean, there's nobody who was born to be a lawyer. Though some like talking, it's true. But there's nobody who was born to fail. Though some are lazy and they fail for that reason. But every, everything... <laughs> Listen to this. Whatever it is, you can do well in it if you make the efforts. Whatever. Tap your neighbor and tell them, you could have been a lawyer, but you were too lazy. 
you were too lazy. No, no, no. And then tap the other, the other guy. You could have been an accountant. But you were playing with the maths. You were joking with the maths. Now you are here sitting down like this. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10. Whatever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. That's all. Whatever. No, you see, what I'm saying this evening is where you are is because of you. You didn't work hard. You didn't learn hard. You were joking when you were in secondary school. When you had math classes, you were not paying attention. You were not paying attention. During French classes, you were drawing cartoons. Drawing cartoons in the French classes. Because as a French there, I won't take it anywhere. That's why you are here now. That's why you are here now. You are joking with it. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Look, it's not a convention. Is it a convention? No. It's a special meeting. So sit down. Sit down. No, so listen, listen to me, listen to me. All I'm saying is if you had been serious with anything, you will excel in that thing. If you have nothing, it's your fault. If you don't have A's, it's your fault. A, no, listen, listen. A's were not earmarked for some certain people. It's for anybody who works hard. Are, are, we, are we okay? I'm just laying a foundation for this evening. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your hearts. And, and there's no, there is no career in which there are not millionaires in that field. There's no area. Bola collection. Bola collection is the lowest job. But there are multi-millionaires who own cleaning companies. Yeah. So whatever it is, you can do well. Is that okay? And um, the second thing I want to say is that many of us you are at a junction. You're, we are young here. And that's a beautiful church. That's why you are so noisy and so borderline uncontrollable. Because there's youth and there's strength in this house. The, the, one of the great qualities 
of youth is the power of choice. I see Pastor George here. Is is the power of choice. So when you are a young person, you choose. You choose your wife, choose a job, choose a school, choose choose things. What did what did what did um Jesus tell John, when you are older, men will take you where you don't want to go. When you are older, your choices are made. You are now into a bind. You are committed. Few can change course in life, but when you are older, you are committed. Are you listening? So, this evening, I want to start by laying before you a choice. You have a choice. I'll explain by the end of the evening. So don't worry. Oh. I didn't say long evening. I said evening. You have a choice to either search for God or search for money. It's that's all. That's all. There is, there is no other option. Everything is a permutation of these things. Everything else is a, a, a formulation, a, something of one of these. What, what did Luke 13, 16 or 16, 13 Jesus said, you cannot serve God and mammon. And so this, and, and that's the reality. Either you prioritize God in your life as your life goal or as money. That's all. I'm sorry some of your faces have changed. I'm sorry. I, I didn't I didn't plan to disappoint you. So listen. Let me let me read it for you. You must decide. What principles will guide and control your life? Either you serve God or you serve money. One of these principles will guide you. Both are important. No doubt about it. Both are important. And many of us do both. To various degrees. But this evening, I want to say that you must, if you want to do well in life, you must have your principles, your guiding principles. And of these two, which one 
you are pursuing with your energy? Which one? Are you chasing God or chasing money? Yeah. Many, many mix the two. I know, but it's to various mixed results. Pastors, I mean, I want to be a pastor, I'm a lay pastor, I'm working, I'm there. They are, they, are, they, are, they are doing both. I mean, lay pastors are doing both. True or not true? Yeah, a lay pastor has a secular job, he's looking for money from his boss. If they don't pay you, would you complain? You complain. So you're looking for money, you're also looking for God. But I'm asking that one of them must be your guiding principle. This is what I want to do. And then the other one is a follow-on. Can I go on? Can I go on? So, two follow-on facts. Number one, if you look for God, you will prosper. Because it is God who delights in the prosperity of his servants. It is God who said that I will give you, I will open the windows of heaven and pour you a blessing. You don't have room enough to receive it. It is God who said my cup runs over. It is him who said that they had the booty, the, the plunder from the, the uh, battle more than they could carry. And, and so, if you look for God, you will, you, will, you will prosper. And that is the confusing thing. People think that pastors like money. It's unfortunate. We don't like money. We like God. But God brings money. Yeah. So, as we pursue God with all our hearts, money follows up. Yeah. So, one, you can pursue God with all your hearts. And um, likely, not 100%. Don't take me to court over this one. Because it is possible to be still a poor Christian. Yes, and they are, they are that one who exists. But generally, if you pursue God, you will flourish. On the flip side, if you pursue money, you won't get it. You won't get it. If you like, let's bet. If you pursue money, that is the most obvious statement I've made this evening. That if you pursue money, you won't get it. It should be that. You should say, oh, of course. That should be your response. Of course. Just look around. Just look around. Look at your parents. Look at your uncles. Look at your mates. All those who have tried to work hard for money. What have they gotten? No, 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 no. Not much. And, and, and you see, don't be deceived by people who drive cars. Many cars are not theirs. Many cars are old. 
and 40. Very few have brand new cars. Many brand new cars are bought on lease. And they are company cars. People build houses. How many houses are significant? How many houses do you see that strike you? Just one, two, three houses. Out of the thousands of houses. Most houses are four walls and a roof. They say, oh, I've built a house, I've built a house. What, what house have you built? It's not a significant house. It's just some house, be a small house there. So this evening, if you are looking for money, I came to tell you, you'll get it. I told my church, I've stopped lying. I've stopped lying. I've stopped stretching the truth. So I I tell you the truth as it is. People won't tell me, I'll tell you. Next time, don't call me again. That's all. I'll tell you the truth. Amen. Let me prove it. There is plenty money in this room. Money in this room. Right? Ah, ah, I'm coming. There is thousands of CDs in this room. It is hidden. Hidden. Money. You want money? It's hidden. You will never get it. Even the person you are sitting by has money. <laughs> but you see it. <laughs> but you will see it. How much more a stranger? How much more somebody also looking for money? You won't get it. And and, and so I want us to. Oh, I beg you sit down. <laughs> I want you to understand two principles this evening. That one, looking for money is a futile exercise. It will not work. You are most likely to end up lower middle class or poor. Oh yes. Oh yes. Lower middle class or poor. Those, I mean, many of us don't have any wild boost into the secular world. So we are just managing with what we have. What you have won't take you far. Look at all of us here. How many cars are out there? Looking for money won't work. But you see, you are also afraid to look for God. Because you think that it won't work and you won't prosper. No, no, no. I don't know what you're going to choose. Look for God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I don't know what you're going to choose, but that's just 
Just an introduction. Hallelujah. Please remember these because um, this evening I want to talk about doing well. Doing well in life. And um, and most of us are, are looking for things that are stepping stones that help us to do well. On my way here this evening, somebody called me that he wants help to go and see somebody to help him get something that he needs help. I should help him to do something. And I said, well, in this particular area, I have no power. So I can't do much. But that, that is, there are some things which we believe they help us. Ecclesiastics, chapter 9 and verse 11. These are what we call the determinants. The determinants. These things um, determine the outcome of something. Those who did chemistry, when you have when you have a reaction, two reagents in a medium, and uh, when one is not there, there's no reaction. And sometimes we have what we call the rate determining step. That is the one that determines how fast the reaction goes. When it's not there, the reaction stops or comes to equilibrium. So there is something that determines things. And this is what Solomon discovered. Are you here tonight? He said, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. You know, um, Solomon was talking about his experience. When he said, I returned, if you know the book of Ecclesiastics, Solomon went out to experiment, to try things. He tried pleasure, he tried building, tried so many things from chapter 1 to chapter 3, trying to, to see the value of all these things. And he had his conclusion. But here it says, I returned. It means after going out, he came back and then he saw under the sun. That is a peculiar phrase, under the sun, which is often in this particular book. And it comes to mean under heaven, in the world of men. So when he says under the sun, he means normally, humanly speaking. Humanly speaking, this is what he has seen. And he said, 
and the race is not to the swift. Nor the battle to the strong. Neither yet bread to the wise. He was actually listing some qualities that normally, normally, when you have them, you will succeed under the sun. He was giving us certain attributes that if you have these, if you have speed and you have strength and you have wisdom and you have understanding and skill, ideally, you will do well. And it's true. And it's true. How many know Usain Bolt? Everybody. For what reason? Speed. Are you aware he's a millionaire? You are aware? He's a millionaire? Yeah, very rich. What school did he go to? What course did he do? was his father we have no idea all those things all we have is he was fast he was fast so this evening there are five qualities that if you have them likely normally you will do well under the sun amen so, the first quality is speed. Speed. If you have speed, you will do well. Amen. If you, have, if you are fast, if you are fast, you will do well in, in, in life. And what do you call life? It's a rat race. the rat race. So the fastest rats will win the race. Yeah. Amen? And so many things in life speed counts. Genesis 27. A very familiar scripture. I don't have time, but I'll read just portions. Verse 1. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old, I mean, we all know the story, and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau, his eldest son, said unto him, My son. And he said, Behold, here am I. He said, Now behold, I am old. I know not the day of my death. Now therefore take, I pray, thy weapons, thy quiver and thy bow, and go to the field and take me some venison and make me savory meat, such as I love, and bring it to me, that I may eat and my soul may bless thee before I die. We all know the story. How uh, Rebecca heard this thing, then she said that, mm, where is Jacob? Then she called Jacob and said, listen, Jacob, Let's do a certain plan. Go to the 
go to the uh, uh, field and bring me two young kids. And then, you, you know that story. Verse 17. So Rebecca, and she gave the savory meats and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. You see, remember that she was his wife. She knows what he likes. Not the son. The son just make kebab once or twice. But she is the regular cook. She knows exactly the meat he loves. And so they said, go and bring bush meat. I don't, no, no, no. It's not the meat. It's the spices and the other things that make it work. And he came unto his father, verse 17, and said, My father. And he said, Here am I. Who art thou, my son? And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. Kululu people, they began long. I have done according as thou hast bid. Arise, I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, that thy soul may bless me. You know, and then we all know how Jacob deceived his father. Isaac was confused. Are you really Esau? I mean, the voice is Jacob, but the hand, the smell, and, and, and I mean, he was, he was confused. But uh, um, Jacob carried out the deception. And um, he, he wore his brother's clothes. So when Isaac said, come and kiss me, then he came near. He said, ah, I smell the... Jacob was a man of the tents. Esau was a man of the fields. And you can smell where you are from where you are. <laughs> Those who are hugging straight girls, you carry perfume. Perfume away. So, Isaac smelled the field. And that convinced him it must be it must be Esau. Then he blessed him. I mean, he blessed Jacob. Up to today, Jacob is blessed. Oh, yes. I mean, this, this story is critical in the story of Jacob and Esau. Because it marks a turning point. It marks where Jacob became really blessed with all the blessings of above and on this earth. And it turned him from being the second born to being the, 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 not the first born, but the senior of the two. And this, this event was very significant. Verse 30. And it came to pass, as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was scarce gone out. He had just gone out. Two more minutes. Two more minutes. Then you meet Esau at the door. And his brother Esau came in from his hunting. And he had also made savory meat and brought it to his father and and came to try. Just one. If Esau was one minute faster. If Esau, I'm sure as he was hunting, he was just looking, uh, uh, just hunting, 
I'm looking for a deer. This one is too small. Then, you know, and as, as he was just walking around in the forest, and, and then he caught a deer, then brought it back. But, Bible says he had scarce gone out when Esau came in. One more minute. One minute faster to be a different story. Many of us, we are slow. Slow. Slow to decide. Slow to move. Even after you decide, slow to act. One of the Pastor Kobe, one of the things I have heard recently, I'm going on waiting. 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 What? And then they have gone to a trail mountains or somewhere. I'm going on waiting. Many of them. Waiting for what? You're going to do what? You see, many of them, you're just going to laze around and come back. You come, you're going to sleep and lie under a tree and say, I'm waiting. You can't make up your mind. You know what to do. I said, you know what to do. And you are, I'm going and waiting. I'm going to think. I'm going to meditate. Meditate on what? What further thinking is there to think when you know where you are standing, what you are doing, and where you are going? What, what is there to think about? Yeah. I just... Dilly darling. Speed. One of the mysteries of life is a principle the prophet gave us. Delay. Write it down. It's a principle the prophet gave us. Delay can mean cancellation. Delay can mean cancellation. It means when you delay to do something, oftentimes in the end, it's never done. It's never done. Think about it. It's never done. You just end up delay, delay, delay. When you finally come to do it, it's gone. That is why many of us don't do well in life. It took you too long to rewrite the exams. And you feel right immediately. I'm thinking about it. Stupid. Thinking about what? You have failed. Write it down next, next sitting. If I say, oh, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm just trying to balance my courses. Balance my... Tell somebody rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Balancing what? The, the next opportunity is the door for you. But you are so... You see, speed is is not our natural attributes. That is why you must be fast. It must be a conscious decision. Many blessings don't happen to you because you are slow. I, I can tell you, Many of you, if you were fast by now, 
you'll be married. By now. You'll be married. It is this dilly-dallying, thinking, rethinking, reconsidering, I'm trying to decide, I'm weighing A, B, C, D, okay, A, B, C, okay, A, B, finally, by that time, A is gone. A is gone. Yeah. I don't know why they are, I don't know why they are shouting. It takes you too long to propose and to say yes. Too long. Too long. You are you are watching. I'm watching. I'm watching. What law are you watching? What law are you watching? You like the girl propose? Yes or no? That's all. That's all. There's no. There's nothing. I don't. I don't know why. Sit down. Sit down. Listen. Listen. Speed. Speed. In natural life, makes a winner. Yes. Those who are fast to think. Those who are fast to act. Yes. Too many dilly-dally. Too many can't make up their minds. They can't. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. What? No. I, I mean, I, I mean, when you finish, you don't know why you are thinking. We can't see the, the, the fruit of your thoughts. There's nothing. Speed. Speed. And listen me I've heard about temperaments I've heard about temperaments that there are some who are naturally slow and some who are naturally fast I've heard about it and the naturally slow are the phlegmatics who are slow to act and slow to move and those who are naturally fast yeah. By the grace of God, I'm a phlegmatic. Yeah. I I have done the test. So I mean the temperament test. I began doing it many years ago. I'm a phlegmatic. It it doesn't change. I'm phlegmatic melancholic. But I learned from Bishop Dad. Speed is of essence. From that day, I decide. Now. I'm going. Now. My life changed. Yeah. I don't care what you are. Phlegmatic, sanguine, color. I don't care. Speed is something you can adopt. And as a policy, I dis... And you see, even those who are thinking plenty... You know something interesting? They still get it wrong. So do it fast and get it wrong. That's all. Then try again fast. Do it fast. 
the way you are wrong, I know why I'm wrong. I was fast. I accept it. It's my fault. Then I do again another one fast. But when you think, ah, then you get it wrong. Ah, ah. Why? Why? You were thinking, ah, then you got it wrong. Oh no. No, 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 no. I don't understand it. Why you should think so long and still get it wrong? Why you should take your time? And still get it wrong? Why? I mean, if you are hasty and you get it wrong, we accept. And we forgive you in advance. Nah. Speed. At the speed. speed. What? Look, it's a major attribute. That's why Prophet tells us when you are building, build fast. Because when you are building slowly, there's much more theft from the construction site. The cement will cake. Iron rod will rust, the wood will rot, things are getting spoiled all the time. When you come back after a while to look for the stones, they are gone. People have come to borrow from the whole area. They all come, one who borrow, one who borrow, one who borrow. It's finished. But when you buy it and use it in three days, it's gone. Then it's finished. You get your money's worth. Speed. It's a major attribute. Of all the qualities, I think speed is key. I want you to decide that I'll be fast. Because when you are slow, how many have ever made a pledge to pay some money that up to today you have not paid? to today, you have not paid. If you had paid it that day, if you had paid it, you pledge and you have but I'll pay it. I'm coming. I'll organize myself. I'll put it together. I have enough, but if I pay, I'll be tight. So I'll spread it. You never finish. But if you had done it, you'd have killed it. And who knows what blessing would have come into your life. So, tonight, tap your neighbor and tell them speed is critical. The second determinant is strength. The battle is not to the strong. Strength. Psalm 110. And the Lord said to my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thine footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou 
in the midst of thy enemies. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. Amen. Amen. And so strength, strength is also often another major, major characteristic we need to have. Strength in many different regards. But in, I don't mean physical strength. Physical strength is, is not important. It's only an unwise girl who wants a man with six-pack as, as, as a defining quality. Tell, I mean, let me tell you something. It's to the men. Those who did maths will understand. I won't explain. I won't explain. But those who did maths will understand. Don't say it. <laughs> later, 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 later. No, 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 no. <laughs> strength 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 physical strength is often non-scoring by strength shall no man prevail some trust in chariots some trust in horses a horse is a symbol of strength and chariots are symbols of war might in war. So it's not, it's not the physical strength we are, we are talking about. No. Many are, 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 are inclined to look in that direction. I'm glad my wife didn't consider strength. <laughs> when, she, when she saw me, I, was, I wasn't strong. But it's not strength, physical strength, it's strength of character. Character. A king, a strong king, may not be physically strong, but he has authority and might, which is often character. Amen. Amen. And so this evening, strength of character. Is, is what we are talking about. And you need to be strong. Because what a physically strong man does to lift and move things, a man of strong character also lifts and moves things in a different realm. Yeah. So a strong character makes you able to change things. 
A strong man knows how to say no and stand by it. No is one of the most difficult things to say. Oh yeah. And, and that is why a lot of people, when you should say no, you say yes. And that's why you are in trouble. You couldn't say no as you should have. You should have said no. When they offered you weed, you should have said no. But you are weak. You are weak. You couldn't say no. When they brought you one of, one of my friends, they brought him a girl. They brought him a girl. And he couldn't say no. Happily, she said no. <laughs> that saved him. And strength of character to say no when you should. There's somebody you are in a relationship you shouldn't be in. But you don't have the strength to say no. That's all. And, and it, it, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's common that you are in a place you know you should not be. Either workplace, social gathering, a party, some place. You are in a place where you know you should not be here in this place. But the, the, the strength to look your friends in the eye and say no. You don't have it. You don't have it. So you end up going along with something that in your heart you don't like. Many people have sex they shouldn't have. Oh, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. Ah, I'll say it. Many Many girls and many boys indulge in sex they wish they had not done. And even as it is happening, they are asking themselves, oh, why? But the, 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 the strength to say no, no, no means no. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't have that strength. Don't have that strength. If only you had been strong, you'd be a virgin to today. If only. If only you had been. Yeah. If, if only you had stood your ground and done what you really wanted to do. What you really wanted deep in your heart. This is what I want. But you just couldn't stand your ground. And so, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm just, look, 
don't, don't, don't think of anybody. I'm just explaining what weakness is. I'm just explaining what weakness is. That's all. Many years ago, I was in lower six. Many years ago, I was in lower six. Went to a party. And, and, and we were there. While I was there, look, I don't smoke. But that day I smoked. <laughs> because, because the guy was going around with a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> then he comes to me. Then he comes to me. I took. Hey! I shouldn't take and be mocked by my friends. I took it. Then he lit it. But inside, no, 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 inside, I was saying, I should have stayed home. I, I took it and I held it correctly. Give me, the, give me your pen. I held it correctly. <laughs> I held it. But I was saying inside my head, I should have stayed home. What's this? Then they bought beer in addition to it. And I took it. What, what should I do? I took it. And I drank it. I, and now I, I was like, what am I doing here? What I really want is Coke. <laughs> what I really want is Coca-Cola. You are bringing me beer, which is bitter. I don't, I don't what, what is it? But I wasn't strong. But after that meeting, I said, never again. Oh no. I won't go again. So when I went to tech, I, this party, campus jam, hi, me. I, I won't go. My, everybody's going in the class, and so what? Who's everybody? I'm not everybody, I'm me. I, I didn't go again. But you are not strong to stand your ground and, and resist all those winds that are blowing. You're not strong. That is why you have not done well in life. That is why your life has gone wishy-washy up and down and you have not gone. Strength has... Look at where I am today. By being weak. No, no, no. You say that my family... They are standing against me. Uh, I was an Anglican. My mother is Anglican. My father is Anglican. My brothers are Anglicans. The Anglican Archbishop knows my name from long. My brothers are all Anglican lay preachers. One is a Dalsitian something. Hey! Anglican Church is in the blood. When I got born again, my greatest opponent was my mother. Who is this high? 
this high. And this, this short lady, every Sunday, when I'm getting ready for church, she'll come and stand in the doorway. Today, where are you going? And I said, I'm going to my church. Then she asked, why? What have we done? What, what is wrong with our church? And, and she would stand, short lady, then I have to go around her in the door. And, and she stood, she, she withstood me for months. One day my brother called me, Patrick, you are causing friction in the house. Just, just agree and say, I mean, we are all here. What law is there that you have to go? I said, I gotta go. He said, you are, you are every Sunday, there's tension in the house. I said, I said, I have to go. My, my big brother. But some of you, not even sustained pressure, just a comment. And you are backsliding. Just, just a few remarks. And it's like, Charlie, I can't go all out. Just some, you are going, eh? Then, they say, oh, no, 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 I'm not going. You, it takes a, it takes character to say no to the pressure. Something called peer pressure. Peer pressure is not a word. It's a force. It's a force. It's a real hurricane that blows you. Even when you are standing, it's blowing you. That's called peer pressure. You don't take it easily. It takes strength of character to withstand all those things. No. But many are not strong. If you were strong, you'd have moved further in life. The battle is to many of the strong. It is. You need to be strong. Amen. Amen. You need to be strong. To do what? One. To over <laughs> to overcome fear. Genesis three ten. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. Fear is maybe the greatest obstacle to your success. Fear. Fear of failure. Fear of trying. Fear of what they will say. What if? What if? They will laugh. They will comment. Fear. No, no, no. Even some who are supposed to be pastors in the ministry. Fear. 
has kept you out. It has made you a serious church member. That's not what you are. You are a minister. You are a minister. But fear has made you just to, so, you know, I can't go, but I can't come. So you're on the touchline looking in. You should have been something more than by now. Fear. Fear is, it, it, it is something you must overcome. Fear. You know something? Many things we fear, they're not real. They're not real. They are in your imagination. You are thinking what they are thinking. But often they are not thinking. And you are thinking your own thoughts. And even the things that are fearful, they are not. I used to watch horror movies. Oh yeah. I I don't know why I like them. It doesn't make sense. Because they scare you. And when you watch it, then you are afraid. So so I, I was I was watching horror movies, then I said, What? At the point like ah I'm becoming afraid. Then I said, no. I will not be afraid. Many years ago. Then, it was unconscious. I made a decision. I will never be afraid in my own house. Never. So, in my house, wherever I call home, in the night, when I wake up, I never put the lights on. I walk in the dark. No, no, no. I refuse to be afraid. Then many years ago, when I went to Tamale, my, my son developed an allergy to the area where we lived. We're living in Tamale. And it was allergic, nose, eyes, everything was running. So we had to move. My wife was working at a research station just outside Tamale. So I told her, apply for a bungalow so that we can move from here and go to where you are. So she went to ask for a bungalow. Oh, there's one empty. There's an empty bungalow there. But there's a problem. It's haunted. They said somebody died there some years ago. And since then it's been empty. So they told her. And she told me. And I told her. I like. I like. It was, it was abandoned for many years. It was very dirty. So we, I, I called my church members. We went to their place and we cleaned it up. As we are cleaning, two or three. 
two or three people were passing by. And, and everyone passing would ask me, what are you doing here? You are coming here, don't come. Because they see lights and things in their house in the night. Don't come. And I told them, don't worry. I mean, that day, as we were cleaning, I was advised about three times by a passersby, don't come here, it is not safe. And there are strange occurrences here in the night. I said, no, don't worry. It's okay, I'll come. On the day we moved in, I like it. We came in to the house. I had one wife and three children. So when we came in, we settled down, unpacked everything. Then I told my wife, good night. Then she went to bed. I put the three boys to sleep in their bedroom. And they all slept. Then in the night, in the night, I came and stood at the steps. And I said, if there's anyone here, come down. Come down. No, 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 no. I refuse to be afraid in my own house. So I said, if there's any spirit in this house, come now and meet me. And nobody came. Then I came downstairs to the living room. And I stood there and I said, I'm waiting for the spirits they say live here. Because most of your fears don't exist. It's in your head. And you have been kept from doing things that God has said. That if you had done, it would have worked easily. If you had tried it, try a, a program, try a church, try this. But you didn't try because what if it doesn't work? What if it works? What if it works? And oftentimes it works. But fear has made you not try. I've, I've met people say oh, they won't marry. No. It's just fear. Fear of a bad marriage. Fear of this. Fear of that. No, no, no. Fear. Strength to overcome fear is key. Fear is the greatest enemy. Your greatest enemy is fear. Fear of whatever it is. I don't know what you are afraid of. I don't, I don't know what keeps you. Tell your neighbor, I won't be afraid again. I don't think you said it well. If you can, if you can say what you are afraid about, say it. I won't be afraid of dark again. I won't be afraid of marriage again. I won't fear failure again. I won't fear what people think again. If, no, no, no. Just, just, I, you see, everybody knows what they fear. And, and Satan also knows what you fear. So he will hide your success behind that thing. Knowing where you won't go. So if you can overcome that fear, 
you are on your way to higher ground. Oh yes. If you can overcome that fear, so many doors will open for you. Just, I'm not afraid again. Remember me standing in my hall. And was I afraid? I wasn't sure what would happen. (laughs) I wasn't sure. But I was determined not to be afraid from henceforth. And that's all. And since that day, nothing ever came. So anybody, I won't be afraid again. Second is strength to overcome accusations. Genesis 49 and verse 22. Joseph is a fruitful bough. Even a fruitful bough by a well whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. But his bow abode in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. You know, accusation... I mean, tonight is not a loyalty night. So I'll not go there much. But accusations. You will be accused of something. Doesn't matter what you do. Unless you stay poor and insignificant. Then you are safe. Oh yes. Once you are insignificant and nobody's target, nobody will bother with, with you. Once you want to succeed and do well in life, you will be accused. Either they accuse you of liking girls. If you don't like girls, they will accuse you of liking boys. They will accuse you of anything. You see, Unless you don't want to become significant, you will be accused. And the accusations, you must be strong to keep working in them. That's all. If you haven't been accused, either you are nobody or it's coming. It's coming. They will tell you everything possible. And number three, you need strength to finish your race. Everyone has an assignment on this earth. God didn't make anybody aimless. Even parents who born their children by mistake, the child is deliberate. And God has a purpose for that child. And so you, everybody has an assignment. Everybody has a purpose and a reason <clears throat> for being. 
That is why it says you must run your race with perseverance, with patience, with, with strength. Number one, you must finish your race. Don't drop out. Don't drop out. You must finish your race. Don't stop midstream. You know you should be doing something else, but you are sitting down doing else and not, not going. Don't be a dropout. Don't, don't stand and, and you know that you should be in the choir. You know you should be an usher. You know you should be something, but for whatever reason you are not. No, no, no. Do not, do not come short of the glory that God has for you. Finish the race. Whatever you have started, finish it. Finish it. That is why I said that if you are in this church, be here till the end. Your funeral must be here. Oh, yes. Yeah. Whatever you start, finish it. And, and, and number two, stay on the course. Don't deviate. Don't swap to another area. No. Stay on the course. Don't change to business. You are in medical school and so what? Doesn't mean you are a doctor. You may still be a pastor. And, and being in medical school doesn't mean that you have to finish. No, I, no, I have a friend who didn't finish. He changed courses to a shorter course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Four-year pharmacy. He swapped. Yeah. But do not be derailed from your course. And oftentimes, people's comments, people's comments can derail you. I, I believe there are many pastors in this room. Oh yes. I believe it. There are many pastors in this room. But people are thinking, fear has kept you out, has made you not come as far as you should have. Tell somebody, it's time to wake up. What's the time? <laughs>